What's up, guys? So it's your boy Marquis here, man. So I'm in Lakeland. Uh, I am a extension site student at SCU Carolina, but the actual campus that SUA Carolina was birthed from is Southeastern University, which is in Lakeland. So I'm here on home base. I came down here for Summit, and I'm with one of my buddies that I met here earlier this year, Louis. Louis Riviera. Louis, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Man? man, it's such a joy to be here and just speak with you. Um, I've missed you since I last seen you, and we had such a great conversation. So you wanted to share something with me. I want the world to hear. All what right. you got? So this was about two months ago. Actually, maybe a little less. I was sitting in my car and listened to a podcast, and I felt the Lord start speaking to me, and I wrote it down. I'm going to share it with you. And so I'm just going to go ahead. What we treasure is what we worship, and what we worship is what we obey. The things we treasure will rule us, and the obsession will come to our eyes. There is no such thing as atheism. We are always worshiping something as humans. Anything else we worship will eat us alive. If we worship money and life, we will never have a sense of having enough, because you put your whole heart into money, and money is your truth. You worship your body and beauty and your sexual desires, but when time and age hits you, you will feel destroyed and might as well be a living death. Why? Because it's your truth. You worship power and influence. You will never have enough power within yourself, always feeling like you need power over others because you have none in yourself. You'll need more to worship and more to feed your ego. You will always try not to feel stupid in a sense of letting yourself down, worried about being found out about who you truly are. These are all default mechanisms as humans. We deep down have a tendency to place something in the middle of our lives. These things make really good tools, maybe in the moment, but they make really bad gods in our life. Reasons we feel broken, empty, lost, desperate is because we fill the holes in our hearts with things that will never satisfy. The moment they are gone, we cave in and seem to lose a grip of ourselves and we continue to fall apart. There are tangibles, only temporary fixes for what we are trying to hide deep down within ourselves. What behavior keeps you enslaved and trapped in your bad habits? What rules keeps you from you going up? Take an evaluation and step back and see what it is. And that is when the true restoration happens. There is a God out there. He came down to earth in human form to relate and feel what we feel, see what we see, love how we love. He came down to take on all the sins and burdens we humans have created. He took on a beating, hate, and a cross. He was persecuted by people who knew he was innocent and had nothing wrong, had done nothing wrong. He did it all in love for you and me. And as he was on the cross and died, he proved not even the grave can hold him down from love that he has for us. He wants us to know he's going to take care of us and guide us. There's nothing he wouldn't do. He wants us to trust in him as our center, our guide, and the treasure to fill the brokenness in us and in this world. We will see in him the ultimate source of laughter, love, and peace. When we realize that he is Lord, he is King, he is Master, we then realize nothing else matters and nothing can compare. We will recognize in him ultimate security and peace. The enemy will no longer have a hold on our life or your life. The Lord will take control, guide you, and offer you peace. Anxiety will no longer be present once we fill, once we fill 
what the whole really needs and it's him and we put full trust in him such great words bro such great words one thing that really stood out to me from what you said was you were talking about the power and how can you can you read that line again about the power Right here. Yeah. Always feeling like you need power over another because of not having enough power within yourself or over yourself. That right there is something that I've been dealing with. And then you asked some questions at the end. You said, what is what? What behavior keeps you enslaved and trapped in bad habits? For me to answer that question, it would be that power. I recently just had a situation um, yesterday, actually. We were on campus and... I found, I've seen one of my associates that I, I do school with, I've seen how passionate she was about her job. And I realized that I never fully respected her yeah. for, for her position and, or respected her position or her in general, just being honest. And like, I always just seen her as just, this is just some girl. Like she really doesn't play an important role. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like just uh, like a demeaning thing towards women. I don't want it to get it twisted. It was just I didn't really care for her too much. And it came down to the fact of what is what is it about her that I don't really care too much of? And it was the way that she um, asserted herself into situations. It was the way that way that she came off to me. And it was just like she's just doing her job. I have to be very careful of not feeling like I'm being taken advantage of, which I feel like derives from an insecurity of not being confident and secure in who I am as a man, but more importantly, through God. God gave us authority. God gave us kingship. Um, God allows us to walk in his glory, each and every one of us. And he doesn't just pick and choose us. We pick and choose if we get if we want to do that or not. And I feel like, just hearing from what you said, I haven't walked in that authority, in that glory. I've been walking in insecurity, which is not of God. It's of the devil, which me and you spoke about earlier. Yeah. And it's just like, it's something. I had a revelation about it yesterday. So you know what I did? I, I, I pulled her to the side, her and my academic director, actually. And I apologized to her and was like, hey, listen, I have not respected your role as a, as an enrollment counselor. I've let my pride get in the way. Um, and I just want you to know, I'm sorry. And that that is not how you should be treated in this center there. Because we were always just getting spats. Yeah. And it just wasn't cool. And I don't like, it, it creates an unhealthy work environment for one. And I just don't like things like that. Yeah. So I had to correct myself in that area. But I'm noticing just from hearing what you're saying, like the whole pride thing is 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 an issue for me. And it's just like, I think, I know it's because I'm so used to, from living in a stage of addiction in my past life, of of walking in that pride because I will be intoxicated or under the yeah. influence for drugs. Being you get what I'm ruled, saying? Being ruled by the addiction. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And that would give me a false pride and a false confidence. And it's just like, I have to forget my old ways, turn away from those ways and, and walk and live in the, the confidence and the glory that God gives me today. Yeah. And I think that's just so awesome that you were able to to write that out. Yeah, it's, what you're saying is reminding me of just also when you're like, all right, so you, when you change your life around, you're living with the Lord, 
and you start doing things, slip up in habits, you start feeling like, dang, what am I doing? And for me recently, I've fallen into a little bit old ways because we're human and we're, we're creatures of instant gratification and just like wanting to feel in the moment. So I've been feeling unworthy and feeling dirty to come to the Lord and just feeling like my calling and my worthiness is going down when in reality, that's it's a lie. Like it's a lie from the devil. Like he will remind us constantly like, oh, you just did this. How are you gonna go talk to the Lord? And how is he gonna see you in the manner he's always been seeing you in because you did something wrong? And that's, for me, I haven't been able to wrap my mind around that. And like right now, it's just, it's been, I've been, I've been struggling with loneliness. I told you this with loneliness and uh, like really walking the walk by myself. Cause I've always, it's a struggle of mine. Always wanting someone around, always feeling like, for me, I used to put my identity in other people. So who I hung out with was who I was. Right. And to an extent now that's true. Cause like the sum, you're the sum of your three closest friends. Correct. Like you, you display what brings in, like what, what comes into you is what you display. What they, you display comes into other people. And so before it was negativity and always about living in the moment and doing what I like wanted to do. And that's just, I changed the way of living and people will either stay with you or fall off with you based off of what you know you're gonna go do in life. And so right now it's been a big struggle for me and I just want people, man, it's crazy you're doing this right now. Like I, I'm feeling so appreciative, stepping out of my comfort zone and talking, although I love talking. It's just the devil always remind you of the things that will tear you down and put you in, like man, he'll just, man, you won't even want to move. Anxiety is so crippling and that's, I feel like that's what he does. He brings anxiety into your life so you become isolated and when you try to have a conversation, you can't have a conversation because you're just feeling like, dang, I haven't talked to someone in a while. My conversation is going to go weird. It's going to go sideways. I'm going to stutter. I'm going to sound dumb. But in reality, that other person is probably thinking the same thing. You know, like, <laughs> like the other person is thinking, dang, bro, I'm about to have a conversation with someone. How is he going to look at me or how is she going to look at me? What are they going to think? Like, we all think very similar. All of us go through different things, may feel different things, but we could relate with each other, but not know exactly what we're going through. The only person who knows what we're going through is God. Because when we're burdening, we're feeling sad, he's right there with us. Let's go. Like, you know, uh, a few months ago, I had a friend say, because I feel like I'm still very new to the Lord. When really I am not, I got confidence. I got power through Jesus Christ. And like I said, when you fall into sin, you start feeling away and you start feeling like, oh, I got to restart all over again. But God's strength really shines when, you're, when you feel like you're weak. So when you're feeling like down and out, crying, boogers coming out your nose and everything, that's when God right, is really with you in the moment. When you're mourning, he mourns with you. Right. So calling out on him really shines his strength. And that's what I've been... That's what I've been trying to do so hard, bro. Like, I've been trying to break these habits, these generational patterns that come onto my life that I'd see displayed through my parents. And I'm just trying to attack it now at a younger age so that I can fulfill the calling that God has in my life, but also be the man 
and future father and husband that I'm supposed to be. And so that my generations to come could, could be obedient as I'm working on obedience now. But I want you to know that, and I'm pretty sure you know, but to remind you, God's grace, his favor, his love, his compassion, um, his glory is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Yeah. And forevermore. From, I mean, that's scripture. Like, yeah. like it's not going to fade. It's not going to change. And like, sometimes when we, when we, when we, when we, when we miss the mark, I'm not going to necessarily say we fail, yeah. but when we miss the mark, like we need to, we have to remember to lean in on that more and not run away from it. It's just like a, when a child is, is, is bad and, and they see their parents, they try to go the other way because they think they know they're going to get in trouble. Yeah. But I mean, you're going to get in trouble regardless. Just walk into it. Walk into it humbly. Like God is forgiving. He's gracious. And I, and I really feel like a lot of times, I know for me, I forget that sometimes. For one, I don't even know why I'll be trying to hide because you can't hide from God. You can't. The um, truth sets you free. Yeah. Yeah. Every single time. And it's just, it's just something you got to walk in. It's something you got to practice. It's something that you got to remain consistent in. Um, I was always, I, I think to myself about consistency and I always think like, how do these people like read the Bible and yeah. And they know these scriptures and it's off the top of their head. lifelong and it's just like a consistent thing. Like they're reading the Bible every day. Regardless if they're retaining it, eventually you will if you do something every single day. Yeah. And it's just like we have to be consistent in our relationship with Jesus. It's very important that we're consistent with our relationship with Jesus. Um more importantly our consist our consistency with one another. Um and we have to be careful and weary of the of the people that we choose to surround ourselves around. Um, some people are going to fade. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Some people, every man will fail us. And we just have to be conscious of, of what, we're, what we're walking around, what we're stepping around, what we're, what we're walking into. Everything is not of God. Um, and when I say that, I mean, I mean like certain decisions and certain people and, and certain things like that, situations are not of God. Some things we blame God for that, that, that we inserted ourselves into mm -hmm. or or like or decisions we chose to make. God didn't make those decisions for us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think that goes along with the free will that he gives us. The free will is to choose him every time. And I know I don't know for you, but I know for me, I don't choose him every time. I and I should, you know? Yeah. But I want to pray for you yes, as sir. we wrap this up. Um, God, I just want to thank you so much for Lewis. I want to thank you for his transparency. I want to thank you for his vulnerability, Lord. Lord, I want to thank you for his heart for you and his love for you, Father. Father God, I pray that he feels your presence, Lord. I pray, Father God, that he walks in your glory and the authority and the, the just the confidence, Father God, spiritually that you give us each and every day, Lord. The worldly confidence has nothing, has no value in our lives, Father God. It's only temporary, Father God. Just like one of the grass that withers away, Father God. That's exactly what it is. It's just materialistic. But that 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 spiritual confidence is something that is with us. It's, it's sustained within us, Father God. And I love you for that. I thank you for that, Father God. It enables me to do what I do today. It enables Lewis to be able to speak and, and do the things that he wants to do today. Father God, I pray for the more that moving forward, God, that um, I just put a special anointing on Lewis, Father God. I pray, Father God, that you just enable him, Father God, just to walk out your 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 plan 
for him in his life, Father God. I pray, Father God, that you um allow him, Father God, and strengthen him to, to speak to the world, Father God, more or less the ones that are closest to him, Father God, that need him, Father God, to continue to keep doing what he's doing, Father God, so that he can, Father God, push your word, Father God, push your ministry, Father God, and just and just remain obedient, Father God. I, the word obedient is just so, so strong. It, it means so much to me, Father God, because it's the one thing that you ask us to do is just be obedient. Commandments, just be obedient. Love everybody. Be obedient to that. And and everything else to come together. Um, I love you, Jesus, and I thank you so much for who you are. Uh, in Jesus' name, I pray, God. Amen. Amen.